0: So, Eric, do you want to join my peg party that I'm having tonight?
1: You're talking about Peggle and not Pegging, right?
0: Yeah, totally. For sure. <laughs> because today we're going to be talking about Peggle. Two. Or specifically Peggle two. 2. Peggle 2. But I'm do- I'm going to do the history over all of Peggle. Yeah, that's so fine. So it's going to be peg <laughs>
1: Lots of pegging in this episode, so I hope you're into it. All
0: right, well, this is Press Any Button, Not Peg Any Button, (laughs) and I'm Nikki. I'm Eric. And today, we're talking about Peggle and Peggle 2.
1: So in case you didn't know, Peggle 2 is a casual puzzle game developed by PopCap Games and published by Electronic Arts. The goal of Peggle 2 is not to peg... (laughs) believe it or not it is to clear all 25 orange pegs from the board with 10 balls to shoot from with a cannon at the top of the screen wow very simple game
0: Um, eric what's pegging we we keep making these jumps and (laughs) i have no idea what it is
1: i feel like that's for a different podcast
0: all right so you ready to get into it
1: yeah So, Nikki, you got a good history of Peggle for us? Oh,
0: yeah. I was able to find a good bit of information. Peggle's been around for a while, so you ready to learn all about it?
1: Yeah. You know, I've been ready.
0: All right. Well, strap in because (laughs) 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 we're going to go back all the way to the beginning. Like I said, I want to do the history of all Peggle instead of just Peggle 2 because... I figure we probably won't do any more episodes on any of the other Peggle games, so we're going to start from the beginning. Peggle was originally envisioned by PopCap's studio director, Beer Sidhu, who was inspired by Pachinko machines. Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> pachinko. <laughs> However, he recognized that Pachinko was mostly luck-based and would not translate well into a video game. So, after seeing a 2D game engine created by PopCap programmer Brian Rothstein, Sidhu was able to realize the game and worked with Rothstein for the first five months of its development before bringing in additional programmers. So, Sidhu kind of had this idea of a game but wasn't sure how to bring it to life until he saw this game engine that his fellow coworker created. And then they kind of started working on it together. Just the two of them for the first five months.
1: So was he already working at PopCap Games at that point?
0: Yeah, both of them. Sedu was a studio director and Rossine was a programmer at PopCap.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense that it's kind of based on Pachinko because that's (laughs) always what I thought of whenever I saw it.
0: That and like pinball. It kind of reminds me of pinball too. Yeah, like like an upside down pinball or something. Kind of. So the first Peggle game came out February 2007.
1: Yeah, that's a while back.
0: Yeah. While originally sales were poor, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. it quickly skyrocketed following the inclusion of Peggle Extreme, which is a, a free spin off game, non, non-canon. But, um,
1: it's not canon? It's
0: not canon. <laughs> um, I, I
1: mean, you still have the canon though, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> but once Peggle Extreme came out on the video game software for the orange box. Do oh, you, Do you yeah. know what that is?
1: Yeah, that was. It was like a three game, three or four games. I yeah, think. I
0: think it had like Portal, Half Life,
1: Half Life Two, I think, and
0: then Team Fortress Two.
1: Yeah, so those three games, and I guess you also got uh, Peggle Extreme. Peggle Extreme.
0: <laughs> That's kind of um, an odd combination, but. I mean, I get the other three, but Peggle kind of doesn't really fit in with the other games. But anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You're kind of getting variety, a good variety yeah. of different stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It kind of sounds cool. But the Orange Box went on to sell more than 50 million downloads by 2009. So that really, like, kicked Peggle up a notch in popularity that, like, a lot of people that probably wouldn't necessarily play Peggle ended up getting it you know with that bundle and so it kind of took off you know and in 2008 Peggle Nights was released as a follow-up to Peggle and also I will mention that sometimes I hear the original Peggle called Peggle Deluxe and sometimes just Peggle so I'm just gonna call it Peggle but yeah you know sometimes people call it I think maybe it was um,
1: re-released later as Peggle Deluxe
0: yeah Anyways, in 2008, Peggle Knights was released as a sequel. I don't know why they didn't call that one Peggle Two, but here we are (laughs) with more complicated timelines of games because they like choose weird titles. (laughs) I play. I
1: played Peggle. I played Peggle Two, but I've never actually played Peggle Knights.
0: Peggle Knights.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it Um, it feels like it's uh, the off sexual brand.
0: Yeah. While Peggle Knights featured new levels and additional mechanics, most of the gameplay and presentation remained the same, which, you know, garnered different responses from critics. As you can imagine, like, everyone wants the next game to be the perfect match of the same but different, right? Yeah, the So same, you're not but... going to, like, please everybody. Yeah. But I guess a lot of the critics were saying that this is, like, a little bit too much just, like, the first one, you know? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, after Peggle Nights, <laughs> this is kind of fun. Peggle World of Warcraft edition was released as a mini game that you could get in World of Warcraft. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's another free spin-off game that's not canon.
1: <laughs> so Peggle Extreme and then Peggle World yeah, of Warcraft. Yeah,
0: free the free spin-off ones whatever, they don't count, you know, as canon. But I don't know, it's like Peggle. There's not that much yeah, story I was about to say, say this. So what, what story are we
1: talking about when it comes to Peggle?
0: But anyway, that served as a cross promotional installment, you know, for Peggle and World of Warcraft, which I think is another really interesting like crossover yeah. of fans. You yeah. know? Combining
1: like, Peggle with games that have nothing to do with yeah. Peggle at all.
0: Yeah, it's super interesting, and I like kind of want to play the World of Warcraft edition. <laughs> um, it's only 10 levels and 10 challenges, but I'm pretty sure it probably looks cool. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's 2009. We don't really hear anything from Peggle for about two years, and then they start coming up with a new game that they want to release with Xbox One. So the new game would be, what do you think? Peggle 2. Peggle yeah. 2, which is actually Peggle 3, really. So they really <laughs> wanted to go
1: to the extreme with the graphics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and all all the stuff for the Xbox One. Yes. Which Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah.
0: So they didn't start production of Peggle 2 until spring of 2012 because there was a lot of debate within on like if it would be a freemium game and if so how it microtransactions work oh. and all this stuff so they eventually decided not to go with that thank <laughs> god but it did you know that at the beginning that kind of delayed things getting started for a minute because you definitely need to know if it's going to be freemium when you're designing the game yeah because I- you have to think about all the you know micro and i feel like whatnot.
1: designing it for xbox one and going the freemium route probably wouldn't work together yeah, probably not because you know yes. you think freemium yeah. you think of like your phone you think of a tablet you don't really yeah. think of like a next-gen console like oh yeah freemium. yeah not usually well i, I take that back i there mean are, sometimes but there are like there's like fortnite and apex legends and those yeah. are technically freemium
0: yeah yeah so eventually Microsoft and EA end up partnering together to develop Peggle two at the time to be an exclusive for Xbox One. In twenty eleven EA bought Popcap.
1: Oh, okay. So So that's it's like really
0: Popcap, EA, Microsoft and I think some other smaller like companies too that also <laughs> involved so
1: so 2011 Mm -hmm. is when the downward spiral started
0: (laughs) (laughs) i guess
1: (laughs) that's mostly yeah what i was curious about
0: yeah so for peggle 2 it's kind of funny the person that they chose to be the lead level designer had never worked on any peggle games before but they said that peggle was their favorite game so that's how they got kind of got the job. <laughs> <laughs> so Sylvan <Dombroski, laughs> um hopefully I said that right. He worked at Harmonix, which is one of the game's smaller developers. And <laughs> it's just funny because what I found was like he admitted to Peggle being his favorite pop cap game. Therefore he was hired as lead level designer for sense. Peggle yeah. 2. Yeah. In September 2012, so with no experience making Peggle maps before, he studied the levels of previous Peggle games for weeks before beginning the level designs for Peggle 2. And as he described, one major lesson in creating the levels was you have to diagonally stagger the pegs if you want them to fall and keep bouncing. Big drains where the ball just falls and doesn't bounce back up are not fun. Yeah. Do you agree?
1: I agree. Yeah. I mean, to me, I don't think designing the peg levels is all that complicated. So just (laughs) bringing in a complete you know outsider to do it doesn't seem like that big a deal especially if they're passionate and they go back and look at the previous designs and all that stuff i
0: don't know i feel like it looks like it's not complicated but then when you actually probably go to make the levels and you're playing it it probably is more complicated than it looks to to make the bounces more random and stuff you know? Yeah. I don't know. It might be harder than it appears. That's <laughs> all I'm saying.
1: The the place the pegs the right spots to yeah. make random bounces kind of happen.
0: Yeah. But also to keep it interesting. Yeah. And, you know, all this other stuff.
1: And to keep the challenge level up.
0: Yeah. Steve Notley, who worked on prior Peggle games, also helped Dumfrosky with the levels in Peggle 2. So he wasn't totally alone. He had someone there with some experience. But... For some reason, they didn't make Steve lead level designer. They let Dumfrosky do it. So, oh,
1: yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess maybe they're like, <laughs> we're tired of your levels. Let's bring in someone new. Yeah, fresh, <laughs> fresh, fresh blood.
0: Yeah. So Peggle Two was released December 9th, twenty thirteen, for Xbox One. But then later in twenty fourteen, it was released for Xbox three sixty and PlayStation four.
1: What? Yeah they had the ability to bring mm-hmm. that graphic juggernaut back to Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible.
0: <laughs> and then also in 2014, Peggle Blast was added to the franchise as a mobile game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually Peggle Blast is how I learned about Peggle. Like I played the oh, game, yeah. the phone game first back in probably 2014, 2015. And I thought it was really fun. And then I was telling you about it, I think. And you're like, yeah, you can play that on Xbox and stuff, too. I was like, what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I got kind of mixed feelings about the phone game. It's, you know, it's it's got all the predatory freemium stuff.
0: Yeah. But I didn't buy anything. And I have played it and beat it and thought it was fine.
1: Yeah. and It's then, pretty
0: old at this point. Almost 10 years. And
1: but. also, for whatever reason, once they made... Peggle Blast they decided that they were never going to do another Peggle game again I guess <laughs> which I don't get because I feel like there are still likely fans of the franchise out oh there. yeah for sure I feel like it's just buried in electronic arts catalog yeah. and they're like well this isn't going to make us billions of dollars so we don't really care that much about it so we're not going to do anything with it Boo. which is part of the downward spiral as I was talking <laughs> about yeah
0: so to recap real quick, I just want to go through all the Peggle games in order. So the first one you have is Peggle or Peggle Deluxe, which came out in 2007. And then okay. Peggle Extreme, which also came out in 2007. But
1: that was more of a demo, right?
0: That was more of a one-off. Then you have Peggle Nights 2008. Then you had the Peggle Wow Edition in 2009. And they have Peggle Two in 2013, and Peggle Blast in 2014.
1: Yeah, so they were. And it's
0: been crickets ever since. <laughs>
1: ever since, <laughs> they, they have been sitting on that on that IP just forever. And Is
0: it every since or ever since? Ever since. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I always get stuff wrong like that. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, so then they just decided that maybe Peggle Blast didn't make enough money for them, and then they were like, well doesn't really make sense to pump up the graphics and put it on next-gen consoles, so... Yeah. We're just not going to do anything with it.
0: Lame. We need a new Peggle game.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I need a Peg party in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. How many (sighs) times can we make that joke? Oh, man. Forever. never gets old. So, Eric, are you ready for some fun facts? Fun facts. Yeah. Let's do some Um, fun facts. Actually, I couldn't find that many fun facts, unfortunately. I know. So sad.
1: Do you just start, like facts about Peggy.
0: oh god no <laughs> i'll be traumatized um, but we'll start with this this one i did find is really fun for peggle 2 lead artist drew robertson went for a more beautiful look a decision <laughs> more beautiful look yeah a decision inspired by listening to some of the game's orchestral pieces that were completed before art production began He described his stylistic influences as a mixture of Disney films and campy science fiction flicks. The power-ups in particular were inspired by traits of the characters in this type of media, such as the Yeti's dancing being based on the Dancing Hippos from Fantasia, which came Ah, out in 1940, (laughs) and Luna's power-up being inspired by Lydia from beetlejuice oh yeah. yeah yeah cool i was like i definitely see the mixture of like disney and science fiction yeah um
1: and the characters and the art is always something that kind of stood out about this game
0: oh yeah it's one of the best things about it very cool character designs and and uh, just super colorful fun to look at fun fact number two so I'm going to let you guess first, though. Okay. So, Eric, what do you think is the world record for most points scored in one shot for any peggle game?
1: Any peggle but game.
0: One shot. How many... What do you think Jeez. is the most points anyone's ever gotten from one shot on Because
1: peggle? I think the scoring can be pretty different between the different games. So just based on that fact, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in the... Ten million range
0: ooh ten million close close that's low though I'm
1: gonna say twenty million
0: ooh very close twenty three point six six million Wow <laughs> yeah all right, so I'm gonna have you watch the video of this guy getting this many points there.
1: Wow, so <laughs> that's on the original peggle right
0: yeah OG Peggle right there. It's but, like So you kind of have this like formation of the pegs and they're sort of like a, a DNA strand and they're moving yeah, and they're, they're just sh- kind of like strand.
1: slowly, it gets kind of inside of it and it just kind of slowly pushes the ball up so it hits every yeah. single peg.
0: But the way he hit it off the wall and then he had to bounce it off the bumper catcher Whoa. basket, whatever you yeah, call it, and up into it, it was pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, his YouTube name is iwg. L-W-S-S-S. I don't think that spells any words, so I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, he scored that many points in one shot. And his he has another video where he scored 20 million, but then he broke his own record. But that was all the way back in May 2011. So Dang. for 12 years, like, no one's beaten it since, or from what I can tell, really tried <laughs> or anything. So... Dang.
1: That's kind of surprising. Yeah. I know there are uh, speed runs of Mm -hmm. Peggle. Yeah. What's the world record for Peggle 2? I was curious. For
0: Peggle 2? Yeah.
1: Uh, Like what's just like the any percent, the fastest you can do it?
0: I think it's one hour and 58 minutes.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: That's from four years ago on PS4 and it's E! (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to be good to those great names <laughs>
1: so it's roughly a two hour speed run roughly okay yeah yeah uh, yeah
0: because all the top speeds are like the highest one is three hours and the lowest one is one hour 58 minutes so probably most of them are in the two hour range so i thought it would be faster than that i don't know why I just thought someone would probably find a glitch or something. I think it's just
1: all the mandatory screens you kind of have to go through.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It just kind of slows it down. Just like every time you're watching your score tick up, you probably want a, as low a score as you possibly get. Just that's so true. it doesn't take as much time to tick up that high.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, and all the characters have their little dances and like all yeah. that stuff that goes on. So that's all I got for the fun facts. Cool. But yeah, pebble. Cool history,
1: bro. Yeah, good job. <laughs> All right. So you want to talk yeah. about the story and the canon? Because I was curious. You kept saying canon, that whole history. And what is the canon of Peggle? <laughs> I
0: have no idea.
1: <laughs> Are the pegs some kind of evil, like, infection or some kind of alien that you have to eradicate? <laughs> like is it more dr mario style
0: so when you were playing the game did you not notice like what the story was eric
1: i mean i just didn't think there was a story honestly (laughs)
0: because there's really not one (laughs) let's see yeah there's like pretty much no story that i can really find i mean you can probably make up your own like story that you (laughs) think's uh, happening
1: (laughs) yeah definitely the pegs represent some kind of evil alien force that you're trying to destroy
0: the only uh character that comes back is bjorn the unicorn uh it's Um, because
1: the other ones died fighting
0: (laughs) yes definitely
1: that makes perfect sense (laughs) And also probably because Bjorn is kind of like the spokesperson or the mascot of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's like on the cover and everything. Yeah. Wow, in-depth story there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about uh, pros?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's get into the pros and cons. So my first pro is the different ball masters are all fun and mm-hmm. have fun powers. You know, Bjorn gives you the extra bounce information. Jeff has the giant boulder. Berg freezes the pegs and causes the round ones to mm-hmm. slide. Norman has the volt that hits two other pegs every time he had a peg. And yeah, Luna, I like his. Uh, Luna's power temporary brings back all the blue pegs and allows the ball to kind of fall through them and only bounce on the orange pegs. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask.
0: Yeah, it kind of turns the blue pegs to ghosts.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, who is your favorite one just like to use in general?
0: I like Norman. I like his voltage power-up thing. I feel like it's the most helpful. Yeah. As far as like getting quantity. Yeah. <laughs> of if, pegs. if you're
1: trying to clear the pegs, definitely Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you feel like? Which one is probably your least favorite to use? Uh,
0: probably Berg because his power-up only moves the round pegs. Yeah. Um, and so in Peggle you have round pegs and you kind of have these rectangle curved pegs yeah um so like for his i feel like it's not as helpful on a lot of the the maps you yeah know?
1: but for those rectangular pegs like if you hit one of those you hit the two beside it too yeah it's kind of it's so kind of like
0: uh norman's yeah vault you know it does that too so
1: i feel like whenever i use burg, like i tend to hit one of the round pegs and then the ball does doesn't bounce as much so yeah. it just kind of falls straight through
0: yeah and there is two other Ball Masters as well that you can get with DLC. There's Wendy. She's a fairy flock. <laughs> she transforms boring blue pegs into pretty pointy purples. So I guess you would be able to get like a lot of points with her because the purple. Yeah ones like give you extra bonus points and then you have jimmy lightning who is if you notice in the second round of levels you have that beaver that kind of skates on the bridges and stuff yeah that's him that's jimmy lightning
1: (laughs) yeah he's he was in the first game too i think right
0: maybe i don't know if i played the first peggle actually Uh, okay but his power is multi-ball and it throws two other balls into the mix, I guess. When you
1: yeah you know, I, do I, one ball, that's cool. I kind of we didn't
0: we didn't get either of the the DLC players. Yeah, or to m- characters to
1: me. Or whatever, well, but... we'll go into cons in a little bit where I can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so what's a what's a pro you got?
0: Okay, so I have a lot of pros. I love the colorful design. I love the like storybook kind of illustration characters. It kind of takes me back to like. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with Lisa Frank, and if you don't know who Lisa Frank is, you weren't a little girl in the 1990s and early 2000s, (laughs) but she does these, like, super uber cute, super bright, colorful pieces of art, and while this game isn't quite as extreme as Lisa Frank, it definitely has, like, a cool, fun feel. That's, I really like, Okay, it, you know, I'm, I'm drawn to colorful things. Obviously I have a new hair color every year or so, you know, <laughs> I have really colorful tattoos. Like Eric, you know, my engagement ring is, um, Sapphire, you know? So I just, I like colorful stuff, you know? Yeah. I like color too.
1: <laughs> yeah. The art and the sound effects are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jeff's goat, uh, Jeff's oh my goat. like, yes. uh, he <laughs> to do something good and you'll hear that scream. <laughs>
0: And it'll just open its mouth, and you see its tongue, like, bah! Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: also... There's
0: a lot of funny jokes and stuff in this game, for sure.
1: Yeah, also, like, uh, Luna's floating hairpiece, which <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I always thought that was a nice touch.
0: Yeah, I like how her jaw falls off when you do something really cool. She's, like, literally jaw-dropping. Yeah. <laughs> her jaw drops off. I also like when you beat the level with Berg, and he... Turns around and does a dance, and they like censor out his booty. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he does a booty dance. (laughs) Yeah, is is it
1: Berg a he or a she, or does not really matter?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I always thought
1: Berg was uh female, but Berg is a
0: Yeti, Berg's power. I don't see any pronouns really used (laughs) for Berg. Um, Gotcha, Berg is non binary. I'm gonna say,
1: fair enough. So, yeah, I always thought the physics were really great in this game. Like, yeah. it's just so satisfying. You know, the ball like feels like it bounces really well, like uh, especially if it hits a bumper or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a really good mix of skill and luck.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to describe it because yeah. there's definitely some skill involved. Mm-hmm. But after that second or third bounce, <laughs> it's like, all right. It's yeah, like
0: I couldn't have predicted that
1: you don't really know where it's going to go after that. Yeah. Unless, Um, unless you're doing like a slide or something, mm -hmm. but yeah.
0: Yeah. I love all the different characters in the game, all the ball masters and how they like all have their own music and their own power ups and their own kind of like emotion, I guess, you know? Uh, Yeah. yeah. I think they did a good job of like coming up with a bunch of like distinct different characters. None of them are similar whatsoever. So
1: yeah. And the music all feels good and different Mm -hmm. for each character.
0: Yeah, speaking of music, the music for this game is amazing. I love it so much.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's a lot of classical music, but they've kind of modernized it and remixed it a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's like every song, you're like, I know this song, but this is a more upbeat, fun version of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's one track, I'm going to save it for the cons, but yeah, uh, for the most part, the music is outstanding. So for me, like the difficulty curve is really good in this game. You start with Bjorn, who is great for beginners since his power shows you how the ball is going to bounce like off that first peg.
0: Yeah, his is kind of like this rainbow line that will come out of the ball to show you like where it's going to bounce and ricochet. So like you can kind of plan your shots better. Yeah, it definitely helps you get a good idea of like where the ball is going to go. If you hit it at certain points. Yeah.
1: And I feel like his power is one of the best ones to start off with because then you start to develop that feel. Yeah. After. um, And
0: I actually, I never went back and used him again. So like once you get through all the levels, you can play them again and you can pick which ball master you want to play with. Yeah. And I hardly ever would go back to him unless... There was some, like, really tricky balls that you needed to get, like, under a a barrier or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But most of the time, I wouldn't, didn't use him anymore.
1: Yeah, I was the same way. There are other better powers. And then, so, yeah, he's a great one to start off with. And then I feel like Luna is a great one to end with. Mm -hmm. I mean, her sets of stages aren't the last stages, but... I feel like she has kind of the hardest power to master mm-hmm. because yeah, your ball will basically pass through all the blue ones and it will only bounce on the orange ones. Yeah. So
0: the developers said that that they moved Luna to the end for that reason because her power up was the hardest one to kind of like master. And so I yeah, I think they did a really good job of like progressing the Oh yeah. ball masters and the levels too because you start out pretty basic just round pegs and then you end up with pegs that you have to hit twice before they'll break and like yeah. um, just like circles and then you have you'll move on to like moving pieces you know sections of pegs that are rotating and whatnot so yeah i think um, i agree with you on that for sure yeah
1: yeah just in the stage design too i agree yeah that the stages do progress in mm-hmm. a really good way
0: yeah this game is really Addict. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's really fun and addictive it's simple i love a good simple game not every game needs to have like 28 layers to it you know yeah i agree um this is definitely a fun one you can play with like your family kids can play this adults can play this like
1: yeah, it's, it's a pretty yeah. it's a pretty low bar to learn how yeah. to play it.
0: Even if you don't know how to play it, like even if you're a little kid, like if you're playing with like a little kid and they were just shooting the ball out, odds are they're going to hit something, you know, and they're going to have fun watching it bounce all around, you <laughs> know? <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes just a, a simple fun idea is, just makes for such a great game. And that's one of the reasons I'm kind of I'm kind of a little bit upset with EA for just sitting on this franchise yeah. and not doing anything with it.
0: Yeah, come on, Peggle.
1: So do you have any more pros?
0: No, but I did want to share with you that I found, and this has nothing to do with pros or cons. So <laughs> okay. this is, but when I was trying to look up stuff for like the future or whatever, I found a roguelike version of Peggle that what? was described as Peggle and Slay the Spire together <laughs> and it's called peglin Peglin. and i feel like you should play it Eric. <laughs> oh, wow
1: yeah that sounds right up my alley
0: yeah we'll definitely have to like play that sometime it looked funny nice all right so do you want to move on to cons
1: sure so what's the con you got
0: i don't really have any
1: cons. <laughs> what <laughs> you gotta have i a mean con. after
0: this game is like i mean i don't know i i don't want to say it's perfect cause it's not perfect but like i can't really think of anything that i hate about the game either you know like maybe it get yeah. a little repetitive yeah but that was not really
1: so that was my first one yeah gameplay can get a little bit repetitive especially if you get stuck on a level or get yeah. stuck trying to do an optional objective <laughs> like one of the many ones you gave me
0: oh yeah well um, you know if you're not trying to do all that though
1: yeah and the one thing i don't
0: think it was that repetitive i'm just being a little nitpicky
1: yeah me too and honestly the one thing that helps uh it not be as repetitive is just the fact that the pegs are randomized each time yeah so each time you play a level all the orange pegs are randomized the purple peg is randomized each shot Mm -hmm. the green pegs are randomized so it is like you know you get different luck i guess uh, just in where they're at so probably my biggest con about this game <laughs> is everything about hitting the winning shot gets re- pretty stale pretty quickly in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah. How y- it, like, you know, does all the, the... slow mo zoom in. Yeah. And, like... All the
1: stupid <laughs> bells and whistles. Like you have the dramatic <laughs> zoom in on the ball, hitting the final peg. Everything turns into slow motion while you watch your ball take just way too many bounces to fall into one of those freaking score buckets. <laughs> Uh, You have to listen to the same track every time. And then you have to sit and wait while your score very slowly adds up. It wouldn't be so bad if there's just a way to like fast forward through it or like just to like skip or just like hit the start button and skip and get your score. So you didn't have to watch it every single time.
0: (laughs) That's true. I even I was trying to skip it at some points. and It was like, no, you have to watch this. And I'm like, okay, well fine (laughs) it kind of reminds me of the graphics and stuff you get when you're playing a slot machine in vegas you know (laughs) yeah
1: it's like it's really cool to see it for the first few times and you're like oh man this is amazing and then by the 100th time you're like god please stop okay i get it
0: yeah i get it quote unquote epic you know (laughs) yeah
1: and it's like the same reaction if your score is like a hundred thousand or a million you know
0: yeah (laughs)
1: so my final con is i feel like this game was a little bit too short to have paid dlc there are only five ball masters (laughs) (laughs) it sounds so weird saying that yeah uh in the base game and then you have two more you can purchase to unlock it feels kind of like unnecessarily greedy to me i I mean the first game had 10 masters Mm -hmm. and none of them were dlc yeah So then it feels like a step back. You're going to five masters and then locking two of them as extra paid content. Yeah, true. I don't know. And then They They should
0: have just had it where you could unlock it by getting like so many points or something.
1: And then they went the full freemium model with Peggle Blast, which, you know, it's great in the sense that it lets people have access to the game Mm -hmm. that wouldn't normally have access to it. But then you also just fill it up with the predatory stuff. It gets pretty annoying.
0: Yeah, all the ads and everything.
1: You want to get into strategy.
0: Yeah. Well, the first obvious one is trying to time the power-ups, you know, for when oh, you yeah. really are going to need them. And, like, also, you know, different masters' power-ups are better for different kind of level setups and yeah, things like that.
1: some of those power-ups you want to get almost immediately, and then others yeah. you want to kind of save towards the end. Like, uh-huh. I always feel like Luna's is, is one of the better ones towards the end. Same thing with Bjorn, where mm-hmm. you're, you're just trying to pick out the orange pegs at the very end.
0: Yeah. But if you're with Berg, it's like the more, the better, you know, almost. The earlier, the better? Yeah. Yeah. The more pegs that are left, the better. Oh, you know, yeah. That you yeah. You can hit.
1: Yeah. And same thing with Norman. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to bounce off. It has more stuff to bounce off of.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So one of mine is uh, getting free balls is pretty important. <laughs> yeah. And the two ways to earn free balls are by landing the ball in the moving bucket at the bottom of the screen and by hitting a specific single-shot score threshold. Uh It's always great when you can get both and you end up with more balls than when you started. Yeah, Hitting the score threshold is much easier later in the level when the multiplier has been built up by clearing most of the orange pegs. When you build up the multiplier to like X10, uh, that's usually when it's a good time to start aiming for the purple pegs to try to get your score as high as possible to get those free balls. Yeah. Because once it's 10 X, you only really have to hit the purple peg and like four other pegs for a free ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The free balls definitely come in handy. Yeah. And then you also find a hack that if you like aimed at the very corner of a, a peg that it would like go through instead of bouncing off or something. Yeah. That could, was like, actually aim it right into the basket.
1: If you actually did the skill the skill things, you actually do that. They they show you how to do was, that. So it's, it's not a hack. It's not really a hack. Fact, <laughs> I thought you found a cheat no, like a you glitch. <laughs> you should have gone through all the skill challenges because <laughs> they really go through some of the skill shots that you're supposed to be able to do.
0: Yeah, I should have done more than that. <laughs> it's too much like a tutorial. I'm, you yeah. know me. I'm a rebel about the tutorials. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, some of the challenge stuff can feel a little tutorial I <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a word.
0: It is now. Really? I don't know. This game's a lot of luck, a little bit of skill. I feel like
1: I feel like it's more skill. I don't know. I it edges to me more on the skill side. Yeah. Maybe in the beginning it's more luck, but like towards the end of a level, you definitely get those oh, skill shots true. where you're trying to graze or you're trying to bounce uh in a particular way. Yeah. Especially when you're just trying to like hit a peg and then hit hit the ball in the pocket mm-hmm. bucket or something like that. Those are very much skill shots. Yeah. I feel like the skill level on this game is very, very high, but the, you know, to get started on it is very low.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think my skill level ever got that high, yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I did good enough. I beat the game. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. I had fun, you know, I- I, yeah and that's you know didn't get as many of the extra things as you the extra challenges but yeah, uh,
1: extra optional challenges yeah yeah or objectives they're
0: optional for me but not for you <laughs> <laughs> clearly
1: yeah i do feel like one of the great things about this game is that it is very accessible mm-hmm. very easy to get into it
0: yeah and um like our friend Brittany said the last episode this is definitely a game too that you can just pick up play put down you don't have to play it for any certain amount of time oh yeah you know very casual game
1: yeah absolutely all right any other strategy stuff
0: no i don't think so
1: pretty much my only two points were the yeah. ones you brought up, and were, brought
0: up were you able to uh find anything about the future
1: so the, the only thing i wrote for the future was i feel like the freemium model ruined the franchise <laughs> 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 because now there are no Aww, more games
0: yeah yeah, I could not really find anything. Like, come on EA. Let's give us a Peggle 3.
1: Yeah, just make a regular game. It doesn't yeah. have to be a freemium game.
0: All right. So, Eric, did you get all those optional challenges? All 120 20, 20 of them? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I got
1: I ended up probably getting around 130, I think.
0: Wow, overachiever.
1: And I think there I think are There's like
0: 180 or Yeah, there's actually overall.
1: Actually, I feel like there's a there's a lot more I didn't get. And there <laughs> are definitely some where, man, this is a really tough optional challenge yeah. I'll get stuck on.
0: So at least that gives you like a little bit more like gameplay time if you're trying to get all these optional challenges. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a little something extra you can play the game to try to accomplish.
1: Yeah. And it it was still fun. Like, I, I definitely still enjoyed doing the extra challenges and stuff and I'd get a little bit stuck sometimes, but it wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah. So I guess it's your turn to pick the next game.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm kinda coming out of left field with this one. Oh, okay. There's an entire genre of games we have not even touched on.
0: What I thought we pretty much have done everything.
1: Yeah. Um we've
0: done sports, action platforming puzzle i mean i'm, I'm music. curious like we've done everything i'm
1: actually curious if you've actually even ever played a game from this <laughs> genre
0: i mean the odds are high that i probably haven't <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so have you ever heard of a clicker game
0: a clicker game yeah is that kind of like Flappy Bird or something? you're <laughs> just like, you know, pressing the same button over and over again the, to kind of get through a level?
1: Clicker games kind of end up as a resource management. It's like you'll have a button and you'll click it and then, you know, you get so many resources and you'll keep clicking the button and you'll, you know, every time you click something, you'll get resources. and. What I'm,
0: I'm so confused already.
1: So the the games I can think of like the good clicker games um, <laughs> would like uh, you think of like Candy Box, Candy Box Two, Cookie Clicker. So yeah, never
0: you, heard of any of those games.
1: Okay, so we're gonna be playing a clicker game.
0: Okay, uh, and my finger my fingers are gonna get really tired from clicking. No, 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 <laughs> you'll,
1: you'll be fine. Uh, the name of the game is a dark room it's totally free you can play it in a web browser you can also get it on your phone for like i think two dollars or something like that okay pretty short i think it's only like three or four hours and i'm just gonna keep it simple challenge just beat the game (laughs) okay yeah and that's it
0: and i'm is this a game where i'm gonna be clicking around that stuff it's a clicker game i don't i'm still so confused (laughs) by this
1: (laughs) i need to have you play uh candy box too as well or candy box just because they're fun they're weird games uh you know they're very creative
0: all right well we're gonna all learn what a clicker game is next episode (laughs) next episode (laughs) yeah see you then all right bye. bye this episode please leave us a review on apple Podcasts or rate us on spotify also check out our awesome website pressitybutton.net you can listen to all of our raps you can buy a t-shirt and now you can download free games on there well free game drink man download it play it love it all right see you next time bye